the cream or the best of the land. So when they come together, they will say how good and pleasant that brethren should dwell together. So that's their feast. Three times in one year, all the people of Israel, they will do that. So they came from all different directions. Finally, they were they were converged into one place. Which is the presence of God. So now you understand every way to Zion actually is the way to the presence of God. Now because the house of God in Jerusalem is in the mountain top. So no matter where you come, you discover your way is the way of ascent. Now every you have several steps. Finally you reach the presence of God. But remember every step is higher than another step. It's such, a pro, it's such a progress. One step is always higher than another step. So that's why it's called Song of Degrees. Now, the Bible uses these 15 songs to describe, to describe that way to Hazael. No matter how how long is that way, but the way ascend to the presence of God can be compared with a stairway. Now that stairway with for fifteen steps. So in this way, in this way, so in this way, you see that one step is higher than another step. So that's a very important picture to show us how we grow in the Lord. Now, if we are mature in the Lord, if finally we reach His presence, you see, that way is always the way of ascension. It's the way of ascent. It's a way of degrees. So, so if you ask me how many, how many uh, degrees? Now that's very good translating Chinese. Now, uh, so that means 15 degrees. You see what I mean? Now one after another. So that's the that's the way of spiritual growth. So in the Bible, in the Psalms, you have these fifteen songs to describe in picture how we grow in the Lord. So I think this must be these fifteen songs are very, very important. But today, this morning we only are occupied with one of them. Psalm 126. Now, we do not know who wrote this letter, who wrote this song. Among these 15 songs, 
Now, because God will heal him, give him another 15 years. So, as if the setting sun is rise up again. So, then you see that the shadow really come back about 10 steps. So, you can imagine how the sun was setting, but now it rise again. Sunset means death. Rise again means resurrection. So that's wonderful sign. So by this way, you are there now, uh, there now uh, on the third day, King Hezekiah was able to ascend to the presence of God. Because of the light shining upon the ten steps. So then the Lord gave him another 15 years. Every day he should be able to go to the presence of God. Every day he will go through their stairways. One step higher than another step. Finally, he should report to us. What kind of experience he has experienced? So most likely, because God had given him another 15 years. So it was Hezekiah who put these 15 Psalms together. Do you see that? To, rep, to, to, to show us how we should grow in His presence. But you know, because David and Solomon already went to history. So you can imagine that 15 steps, the darkness, the shadow definitely covered those five. And then you see, you only see the 10 steps. But that 10 step was very clear to King Hezekiah. Because he almost died. But now he was risen. And for that reason, he was able to went through that 10 steps. Most likely, because of this, and we are, we are, we are almost convinced this 15 song definitely was compiled by King Hezekiah. And five of them were authored by David and also by, uh, by Solomon. And now, ten another songs was our original with so, brothers, with this background, now we come back to one of his songs. And especially if you go to the context, if you really go to the text of the song, you will find the, you will find the internal evidence there. Now, it is almost sure that it is from the pen 
So now, if we come to Psalm 126, when the Lord brought back the captives of Zion, we were like men who dream. Now, brothers, now remember, this is one of some of the Greeks. When the people of God travel together, they sing that song. But now, when Hezekiah wrote this song, he was able to imagine the feeling of those who ascend, who, who, who make that pilgrimage. But now, remember, here, here the author used a very descriptive term. When the law brought back the captives to Zion, we were captives. Now we are able to go to Zion. So what happened, brothers? They did not have freedom to go to Zion. They ought to come to Zion. They ought to become their habit. They ought to become their way. Every three times every year, they had to go that way. But something happened. They are no longer their own. If you are no longer your own, how do you describe it? Do you see that? Somehow you were captured into certain things. You have no freedom. Do you see? Now, brothers, now when we all want to go the way to Zion, that means we will assemble together. According to the will of God, we should not neglect to assemble. Assembling together. Brother, sister, sometimes you have no freedom. You are too busy. You are too occupied. You are captive. But brothers, thank the Lord. Somehow the Lord did something. He set you free. He set you free. Then you can come to the Lord's day, come to the come to the breaking of bread. He set you free. You can come to the prayer time together. He set you free. You can come to the all the Bible studies. So remember, brothers and sisters, don't think that we come just because we want to come. We think that anyone who comes to the presence of God must be spiritual. No, here you find that when the Lord brought back the captives to Zion, we were like a man who dreamed. Brothers and sisters, you see what a poetic expression. Every time when you come to the Lord's table, every time when you come to the prayer meeting, brothers, remember, you were captives, 
You have no freedom to come. You have many good excuses to not come. You are tired of your works. Now you are not that healthy. You are not that strong. You are bound with the family ties. Not just one baby, another baby, and another baby. So, brothers, you become captive. You have no freedom to come to any meeting you want to come. But suppose, by the grace of the Lord, you set you free. Thank the Lord. When you sit there, how you have to describe your experience? You were saying with the Lord, you were saying with Hezekiah, when the Lord brought back the captive to Zion, we were like the man who dreamed. Now let me ask you one question. Historically speaking, if you study life of Hezekiah, in what way people were captives? Why they didn't have a freedom? Of course, applying to our life. We have many good excuses, many good reasons, but thank the Lord, the Lord set us free. The Lord give us a longing heart to be with the saints. So brothers, when you come to the prayer meeting, even after even even you travel a long distance, you have paid a great cost. Remember, brothers, when you sit there, you definitely will sing a song like this. Now, that applying to ourselves. Now, we'll ask one question. In the time of why these people become their why they don't have a freedom? So somehow his guy must have done something. For this to happen. If this guy did not do something, you see, the Israelites remain as captives. So now we have to review a little story about Hezekiah. Now, Hezekiah has a father by the name Ahab. Now, he has a stairway called Stairway of Ahab. Now, before that, you have a stairway of Solomon. Making a king, a queen Sheba, lost, losing her spirit. Because the way Solomon ascend to the presence of God. Now, brothers and sisters, it's so impressive. Queen Sheba all the way came to Jerusalem. She wanted to hear the words of wisdom. He saw everything. He saw those, uh, he saw the, the, uh, the, 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 the majesty in the palace. But nothing can compare the walk of Solomon in the presence of God. 
领在秋坛上、三缸上各青翠树下献祭烧香。Think about it。想想看。The king who sat who used to sit in the throne of David。那些过去坐在大卫宝座上的王。Supposed to lead all his people to worship God。应该带领的百姓来敬拜神。To fear God。来敬畏神。Always come to the presence of Him。应该都来到神的同在前。But what happened here？ 那这里发生什么呢 ？And we discover actually。He walked in the way of the king of Israel. Now at that time, the kingdom had been divided into two parts. Northern kingdom is called the kingdom of Israel. Southern is called the kingdom of Judah. Now, no doubt,、uh, Ahaz belonged to the southern kingdom. Now he should follow the ways of his father David. However, you see, he followed the step of the kings of Israel. Now, if you study their history, most of the kings of Israel they worshipped idols. 都是拜偶像。They were influenced by the religion of Baal. 他们是被那个被被那个拜巴力所影响。Now the the so the most horrible one is Ahab. You remember? 那最最可怕的王是亚哈。Now whose wife is really Jezebel? Really introduced the king the the god of Baal to the Israelites. 他的太太耶洗别把那个巴力能够带到以色列国。Now that's saying only limit to the kingdom of Israel. But in some way, I think the kingdom of Judah should separate from that. But unfortunately, you see how the father of Hezekiah was somehow they were influenced by the north. And because of that, he worshipped idols. Not only worshipped idols, he was obsessed with their way to the point that he even sacrificed his son in the fire. Now, brothers and sisters, if he is not obsessed. Any, can you find any father who allow his son go through fire? So somehow he was obsessed. He worshipped the idol to the point that. And then you find even let his son go through fire. Now, brothers, and not only that, he offered sacrifice and burnt incense at high places on the hilltops and every spread tree. Now, this is not in the northern land. This is in the land of Judah. How the king should pollute the land. So you see, brothers and sisters, now because of that, and Judah himself, no, no, the king himself. As well as his people, 甚至他所有的百姓 ，were all captured into idolatry. 都被掳到那个啊偶像之地。But you see, brothers, if you ask them, 如果你问他们 ，they don't believe it. 
Because at the same time, they still worship Jehovah. They still worship God. Can you believe it? We always think either black or white. But now with the Ahaz, you find he mixed white and black together. In reality, he's black. But he brainwashed himself. And he hypnotized himself. And telling himself, he's still one of the worshippers of true God. Now, brothers, he was not only captured to idolatry. He even was obsessed. He thought he was still very spiritual. How do we know? The evidence is very clear. When Isaiah tried to persuade him to ask God to give him a sign, he looked very spiritual. He sounds very spiritual. He said, no, I don't want to tempt God. Do you see that, brothers? He was not only, he was, uh, he, uh, he was not only idol worshipping, he was also blind to his own true condition. So you see, my brothers, this tells us he was a captain. Either being captured to idolatry, or captured to yourself. You even comfort yourself, you are still spiritual. You still can lead the people, you still are the leader. And many people of God still follow him. Remember, not just one captain, many captives. Now, is that all? No. And then we come to the verse 10. Something happened here. Then King Ahaz went to Damascus to meet uh, Tila uh, Pilster, king of Assyria. He saw an altar in Damascus and sent Uriah, the priest, of the sketch of the altar with detailed plan for its construction. You see, before he went back to Jerusalem, he saw a large altar in Damascus. So he gave it to the high priest Uriah. You build exactly the same one with the same scale. Now, you can have something big, no problem. How are you going to use that large, large altar? So, the instruction was this. Verse 11, show Uriah the priest built an altar in accordance with the plan that King Ahaz had sent from Damascus and finished before King Ahaz returned. 
几只乌利亚照着亚哈斯王从大马色送来的图样，在亚哈斯王没有从大马色回来之前，建筑一座坛。Remember, brothers. 你有什么记得 ？All the furnitures in the temple. 在圣殿里所有一个一切的器具 ，everything in the temple. 所有在圣殿的一切的器具。You see, that pattern was given by God Himself. 所有的样式是神给他们的 ，with God's own fingers， 是神自己的指头。He draw everything, all the detail about the house of God there。神用自己的指头就这样画出关于神自己殿的样式。Even you are the king， 即使你是王 ，you are always inferior to the king of the kings。你是是比那个万王之王低等的。Who dare to insert into the house of God something new？ 谁敢把一些自己的想法放在这个神的殿中呢 ？But you know when he visited Damascus. 那你知道他去访问那个大马士。And then compare with the altar they have in Jerusalem. 他就跟这个大马士的坛跟自己耶路撒冷坛来比较。That was too small. 他说我们这个耶路撒冷坛太小了。Our God is a great God. 我们的神是大的神。If that uh if that altar was for the idols. 如果是那个为着偶像。So why not? We should have a large altar for our God. He was captured by his own reasoning. He forgot actually every inch of the house of God was drawn by God Himself to David. He wants to introduce something new. He wants to remember that he is someone. He's a he's a, he is the one who started something new. Very original. As far as putting a large altar in the in the house of God is really very original. But now the question is this: Is this from the Lord? So you see, brothers, today when we come to the presence of God, we are asked one question: Have we introduced something new from ourselves? Because you have traveled to Damascus. Because he experienced this world so deep, so much. Our God is great God. So definitely, he deserves a large altar. All right. Even you have that kind of reasoning. Now, of course, you definitely know how to use that altar. Definitely. Is not replacement of that bronze altar. 那个坛当然不是来来代替那个铜祭坛。Bronze altar always represent the cross. 铜祭坛永远是代表着十字架。Who dare to introduce something which replace the cross? 谁能够胆敢用别的东西来代替十字架 ？So now you see what he was doing here. 所以就看到他用他这样做。That's very important. 是很重要的。So let's read verse eleven. When the king came back from Damascus and saw the altar, 王从大马色回来看见坛 ，he approached and presented offerings on it. 
He offered up his burnt offering and grain offering, pour out his drink offering, and sprinkle the blood of his fellowship offerings on the altar. So, 搬祭、素祭、浇奠祭，将平安祭生的血洒在坛上。Brothers and sisters, 弟兄姊妹, only on the bronze altar，只有在铜祭坛上，you are able to offer these sacrifices。可以这样子的献祭。So if you offer everything on that large altar，如果你把所有的祭都烧在那个大的坛上，technically speaking，从技术上来看，brothers and sisters，弟兄姊妹，you did not replace。that bronze altar, bronze altar is still there. Family looks functionally speaking. Brothers unconsciously, in a very sneaky way, you replace whole thing by that large now when that happens, you almost know the fate of the bronze water. Verse 14. The bronze altar that stood before the Lord, remember, stood before the Lord, he brought from the front of the temple, from between the new altar and the temple of the Lord, and put it on the north side of new altar. Brothers and sisters, remember, in the beginning, you only comfort yourself. Oh, this is still large water. I believe everything about bronze altar. I believe everything about the cross. I still talk about the cross. I still sing of the cross. But brothers, you know it very, very deeply in your heart. Somehow, something already replaced the bronze altar. You still use the word of the cross. But brothers, because that altar has been enlarged to the size of this world. And because of that, brothers, sisters, you are still blind. You still don't see it. But one by slowly, by slowly, that's next step. Remove just removal of that altar. Now it is north of the large altar. So, brothers and sisters, your teaching finally will lead to your way. Always the doctrine first, then the behavior. So my brothers and sisters, do you see that? How this Ahaz was captured. Was captured. No longer his own. He was captured into idolatry. And then his mind was twisted. He began to appreciate the large order of the world. Now why we not just introduce that to the to, to, to the house of God? Now he will argue. 
will never annihilate or done away with the bronze but only different places. Do you see that, brothers? And not only that. Verse, uh, verse 15. King Ahab then gave his order to Uriah the priest. On the large new altar. Remember, this altar is new. This altar also large. Oh, brothers and sisters, our cross is always old rugged cross. But some people they want new one. Some people they want a large one. They never done away with the name. But in reality, we cancel all the functions. You don't have to take up your cross, follow the Lord anymore. You will become prosperous. The Lord, the Lord always bless you. So, brothers and sisters, gradually, you still believe in gospel. But this is called prosperity gospel. Now, brothers, if you preach prosperity gospel, don't worry about the cross. Because if you preach the cross, you will get the cross. You have to walk in the way of the cross. You are getting smaller and smaller. Brothers, if you preach the prosperity gospel, you'll be more welcome. Because you tell the brothers, you don't have to take deny yourself. You don't have to take up the cross. Let us sing the hymn together. Rejoice together. Now, brothers, by this way, if you pray to the Lord, the Lord will bless you. Brothers sisters, for that reason, you will find if you do that, if you make your altar larger, and you, one thing for sure, you have to have a large congregation. You see, brothers and sisters, today most fashionable thing in the church is mega church. Now, don't misunderstand me. The first mega church in the Bible in the church in Jerusalem. You see that? Any, any church who are more than 2,000 today are defined as a mega church. Now remember, brothers those 3,000 people, their heart were pricked by the word of Apostle Peter. They used to say, Crucify him, crucify him. Now, because of the work of the Holy Spirit, they turn to the Lord. So remember that large or that big is the fruit of the Holy Spirit. That's very clear. So nothing wrong with the big. But important thing is, if sometime we make the 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 altar larger, think about it. 
understand. In other words, you don't have to take up the cross and follow the Lord. You have to deny yourself. All the all you want is the blessing of the Lord. Brothers and sisters, today if you visit to Brazil, you will be amazed. Brazil used to be a Catholic country. now you just go to the Sunday evening meeting. The common people they do not distinguish between the Catholic or Evangelical. No. All they want is blessings. So you see, brothers and sisters, no wonder today two thirds of Catholic concentrate in Latin America. It depends what you want. If you want blessing, come to the Sunday evening. Remember, there you find so many people come. You don't have to worry about no people to come now. But then, brothers, when you preach the gospel, and you say you have take up your cross and follow the Lord, many people wonderfully saved. Thank the Lord for that. But the number is getting smaller and smaller. Formerly you want blessing. Now as if no one bless you anymore. So brothers and sisters, now if you want to have more crowd. Now, of course, people do not make too much distinction between the Catholic or Evangelical. If you want to lead them, if you want to lead them in right way, correct way, correct way, you are able to set exactly the meeting in the Sunday evening. You promise them the blessing. Many people were poor people. So they will preach a sermon. You should cast out all the demons. And at the same time, they really try to cast out all the demons. And they will tell you, one of the demons is called the demon of poverty. So they cast out the demon of the poverty in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, of course, these people they want they want to live a normal, uh, uh, reasonable life. Of course, they want they want their the demon of the poverty being cast out. So you see, brothers, when they come, the 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 they are sorrow. Phase, when they leave the meeting, 
So, brothers and sisters, now you understand? Not more, not, no, not only this. Something even more amazing. Verse 18. He took away the Sabbath canopy that, that had been built at the temple and removed the royal entryway outside the temple of the Lord in difference, in difference to the king of Assyria. He removed the stairway of Solomon. That's why Solomon approached God. So unconsciously, he replaced his own. That's why Bible uses the word stairway of Now, if you have that stairway, you should use that stairway, right? You should come to the presence of God every day, right? Now, brothers, because of time, we have to come to the last point. Let's go to uh, uh, Chronicle, Second Chronicle. So you see, this this moving away from the presence of the Lord is gradual, never just in one night. First, idol worship. Second, get the large and new altar. Third, secretly replace the altar, uh, to replace the bronze altar by this new one. And then move away the stairway of Solomon. You see, brothers, gradually. Now, we come to the uh, Second Chronicle, chapter 28. Verse 24. You just cannot believe it. Ahaz gathered together the furnishing from the temple of God took them away. And took them away. Now, in, in, it not only took away and also destroyed them. How dare was this king? You see, brothers and sisters, now, gradually, he gathered together all the furnishing from the temple of God, took them away, and destroyed them. And finally, he shut the door of the Lord's temple and set upon altars every street corner in Jerusalem. Most serious thing is, he shut the door of the Lord's temple. First, he has a stairway. He doesn't have to use it anymore. It's good for display. Because the door of the, door of the temple is shut. 
So he has a very good excuse. Now, why have to go to the temple? I still follow the will of God. Even I remove the step of Solomon, I replace it with my own. It's still my contribution to the spiritual world. But then, brothers, now because the door is closed, of course I cannot go there. But brothers, have you noticed that? If the door is closed, every year, three times, when people of Israel go into Jerusalem, when they come to the house of God, sorry, the house is closed. Of course, they will be turned away. The news will be run very fast. You can imagine, because of that, no one will come to Jerusalem anymore. You don't have to sing the hymn of Song of Degrees anymore. Brothers and sisters, because there is no possibility for you to come to the presence of God. Their door has been shut. So you can you understand. All these people become captives. They should have freedom to worship God. They were captured. They were captured. They were captured or kidnapped by their king. You see what I mean, brothers and sisters? Now they want to worship God. They want to go to the way to Zion. They should access all the freedom. But brothers and sisters, now the door has been shut. So you can imagine how many years no more the way to Jerusalem. Why? First, the people were captured to uh to captured to the to to idolatry. Second, they were captured by the obsession of the king. Third, there is no way to the presence of God. Every way has been blocked. They are no they are no longer in their own anymore. But brothers, it's a wonderful news. Good news. When Ahaz died, when King Hezekiah ascended to the throne, what was the first thing he has done? So verse 3 of chapter 29. In the first month of the first year of his reign. Oh, I love this phrase, brothers and sisters. He never delayed anything. In the time of his father, everybody was captured, including Hezekiah. As soon as God put him on the throne of David, in the first month of the first year of his reign, 
He opened the door of the temple of the Lord. Do you know what that means? From that time on, all those captives can go to Zion again. You see, brother, that's how God used King Hezekiah. Through Hezekiah, the testimony of Israel being restored. For many years, they stopped growing individually and corporately. Stop growing, stop growing. So you see, my brother says, every spiritual activity was stopped. Everything stands still. You even say for many years, 10 years, 15 years. Now, brothers and sisters, no growth anymore. No sum of degrees. Why no sum of degrees? You never walk in that way, a stairway. So you see, brothers and sisters, now you find that the stairway of Ahaz was just standing there. Now, brothers Sisters, you have a name but no reality. So you see that from king to the, all the people, they were all captured. Thank God. God obtained a vessel called King Hezekiah. The first thing he was on the throne is to open the door of the temple of the Lord. He set all his people free. Brother sister, you can imagine. After this captivity, when they are able to come back to Jerusalem again, you see what I mean, brother sister? Now, when they now have the liberty to go to the way to Zion, so now Hezekiah was able to describe When the Lord brought back the captives to Zion, we were like men who dreamed. Thank the Lord. Joseph was dreamer. Hezekiah also. He dreamed a dream. One day, he will bring people back to the days of David. So, brothers and sisters, today when you see the church, the testimony in ruined condition. Now, you know what happened today if you look around. Now, especially in some place like Singapore. Now, the brothers and sisters were worried. Gradually, they lose their young people. Gradually, they, go, they, they were attracted to those mega churches. Those music is most fascinating. You don't need to be spiritual to be attracted to that kind of music. 
Now, brother, sister, if the world is like this, why not transform the church into the world? Now the problem is this. How do you help your young people to see the purpose of God? When we are going to meet, not to satisfy our own needs, but to satisfy the heart of God. Yes. Let them enjoy the prosperity. Let them enjoy the success. Are you willing to follow the Lord? Are you willing to take the cross and follow Him? Let us encourage our young people to become the soldiers for Christ. Let them take up their cross. Do you, can you imagine? Do you think that the world is such a, so attractive? In order to maintain young people, we have to transform the church into the world. No, brothers and sisters. The overcomers only will be produced in the church. All take up our cross and follow the Lord. So, brothers and sisters, that's why sometimes we went through kind of suffering. The Lord heal us. You see, brother, sister, our problem is in the beginning when the Lord heal us, we share the testimony. We tell the people how the Lord loved me. My brothers, after you are healed, after you are good health, then you discover that attraction of the world come back again. So, brothers, do you tell me you need another sickness for you to come back again? So, let us remember one thing. If you do not see the way, fine. You love the world. If you think that's the way. You follow the crowd if you think that's the way. But, brothers, if you have the vision, the dream like Hezekiah. We have no other way. We have to pray for our young people. Remember, brothers, today's young people's temptation is not just uh, just, the, just just get involved with uh, the crowd. No, not, not this. This was only the first step. Behind that, Enemy of the gospel know very well how to draw our people to sin. And that temptation was great. So we had to pray, brothers. We had to sing with our young people. When the Lord brought back the captives of Zion, we were like men. Let them enjoy success and prosperity. Let us be willing to be the hand of God. To take up our cross and follow Him.
and their brothers, you discover the way of the cross is the way of ascent. It's a growing way. One step after another step. Brothers, still the stairway of Ahaz, but with the light from heaven, shine upon it ten steps. And Hezekiah was able to walk through it. So today we only share the one step. Actually, I did not finish my message. I only share half step. So we probably need another occasion to share another half of this step. I think that's enough. Because the word of God was so rich. It ought to, de- it ought to deserve our hearts fully for Him. Let's have seasonal prayer. And we have a genuine prayer before the Lord.